intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you Get rid of the countdown timer. Welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. And on the show this week is none other than Chris Harris. Yes, I'm the guest. I'm going to be talking about trucking insurance. As you know, trucking insurance is a major, major cost of the trucking industry. <clears throat> and it has been going up significantly uh, for quite some time and, and it's getting harder and harder to control your trucking insurance. But there are several things that I believe you as the trucking company can do to help control the cost of your insurance. And of course, uh, the first major thing is don't crash. Um, of course, that is easier said than done. And we know that for every million miles of travel, the trucking insurance industry expects so many crashes. Um, so if you travel more than a million miles, uh, let me tell you what the numbers are. All right. So for a million miles, if you have two crashes or more in a million miles, you're in trouble. I can't say that strongly enough. Two crashes per million miles and you're in trouble. All right. Yes. An email just popped onto my phone. I use my phone as my secondary camera. Um, you are in trouble if you're having more than two companies, the decent companies average three quarters of a crash to one crash in a million miles. So 0.75 to one, you're doing okay. Your insurance company is not going to be too upset with you uh, if that's your frequency. But I can tell you the best companies, like, and I know this um, from my days at the insurance company when I got to audit TCA carriers for their safety awards. And I got to audit some of the best trucking companies. And several years in a row, I got to audit the overall winner. Uh, and I can say that the overall winner was less than half a crash per million miles. So in other words, the overall winner was going 2 million miles, more than 2 million miles to have a crash. So that's outstanding. So if you want to measure yourself, that's the first thing to do in controlling your insurance is not to have a lot of crashes. And if you can get yourself down to half a crash or less per million miles, you're really doing fantastic. You are doing really well, half a crash per million miles. So that's the main thing. Don't have crashes. But how about when those insurance audit guys, and yes, I know the fellows from the insurance, the trucking insurance places, um, don't want to say that their visits are audits. Well, I got news for you. They are audits because they significantly impact your insurance premiums. 
Yes, they significantly impact your trucking insurance premiums, those audits. So what to do? Well, I've put together an audit checklist for you. And yes, it's in the show notes down below. You can click on that and get it for free. Um, get your audit insurance checklist uh, because it is for free and it can help guide you. So these reviews that the insurance company comes in and performs, these reviews are for you. It's your time to sell. Sell your company and everything that you are doing that is outstanding. And the first thing you can do is be prepared for this insurance review because it has a significant impact on your insurance premium premiums. Um, and I've confirmed what I'm about to say with other people who are still working in the insurance industry. I say that these audits can impact your insurance premiums by 20%. 20%, that's a hell of a number if you think of your insurance premium. And how I arrive at that is you start off here at, at zero, what your rate is. If you have a bad audit or a bad review by your insurance audit person, they're going to add 10 points onto your premiums. If you have an outstanding review and the report is really written in favor of you, well, it can lower your insurance premiums by 10 points. Well, that's a 20-point swing. That's how I get my 20 points. You, these audit reviews done by the insurance safety people can affect your overall premiums by up to 20 points. All right, so there's a, a swing there that they can affect your premiums. So be prepared. When they come in, be prepared. And I'm not going to go through all the items on this list because as you can see, the list is pretty long. But I just do, I do want to high hit a few high points here. Uh, the second item, hiring criteria. Have in writing what it is that your company hires. Because the insurance provider wants to know what's your hiring criteria. Is it two years um, of similar experience driving a similar equipment? Um, do you accept criminals? How many violations on the CVR? How many violations on the uh, MVR are you accepting? How many points on the MVR? Uh, things like that. They should all be written down in your driver hiring criteria. P PSP reports. If you're not getting your PSP reports for every hire, and I do mean every hire, even when the driver says, oh, I don't go to the States, pull your the PSP on him. Make sure that driver has never gone to the States. I know it's 10 American dollars to pull that, but pull it if you possibly can. You have to have a DOT number to pull it, so perhaps not all of you can pull it, but pull it if you possibly can. Spend the 12 or 13 Canadian dollars to get that report. It will help you um, show that you're doing your due diligence when it comes to the insurance review. So uh, point two, PSP reports. And yes, I'm trying to say things like, that's a pro tip. All right, do your PSP report. That's a pro tip. Um, 
So, so far, I've said the written driver criteria. Uh, you know, on here, I've got driver files. Well, of course, your driver files better be outstanding. Uh, PSP reports. Next one. Pro tip. <phone rings> driver training documents. You've got to be doing driver training. Um, so, you've got to show your insurance provider what it is that you do for new hire orientation and what training is involved in that and document that training. When the MTO comes in, by the way, this is right out of the MTO safety manual. So I'm not telling you anything that's new and exciting. This is right out of the MTO safety manual. They have a list of criteria that they want to see you conduct training for when you hire a new driver. Well, why would the insurance company not expect you to meet at least the MTO requirements? So there it is. What do you do for driver training when you hire that guy and you better have it documented and be able to show your insurance provider? Uh, then the second part of training is ongoing training. What ongoing training do you do and if you do ongoing training, are you documenting it and writing it down? It can be anything from tailgate meetings to regular monthly, quarterly safety meetings. But you need to be documenting it, recording it, and, and putting it into the driver's file. And of course, the easiest way I can think of is to use one of the many online training uh, providers. And of course... Um, I kind of lean towards Carrier's Edge, my friends here in Canada, uh, for several reasons. They got great training uh, online, and um, they're reasonably priced. They provide great documentation. So, on ongoing training is the is another pro tip for you to do an outstanding job of uh, operating and. Um, uh, meeting your your safety requirements for your insurance company. So, uh, and I say, hey, driver training courses and structure. We talk about that. The new orientation, the new hire orientation. You really got to have a checklist for that as well. I mean, isn't that a pro tip? I love checklists. Got to have a checklist. I'm telling you, checklist, checklist, checklist. Got to have a checklist. Don't know. Okay. Um, Got to have a checklist. Now I can switch to that camera. Why is that still up there? Oh, my Google alerts are coming in. Ah, sorry. Didn't mean to show that to you. Um, so new hire orientation. Got to have a checklist for your new hire orientation and be able to document that you're doing it. All right. Next thing, you got to have written policies and procedures. And in the past, I've given out my table of contents as a way of suggesting to you what policies should be covered. And certainly, some of the policies that should be covered in your driver policy book, it's really unfortunate, but you've got to tell your drivers to adhere to the law. Is that, is that a miracle? You got to tell your drivers to follow the law. So you need to have a safe driving policy. You need to have a speed policy. You need to have a no tailgate policy. You need to have um, your ELDs. Uh, some of the newer policies you need to have, safety and security, 
uh, you need to uh, be telling your drivers when to check the seal on your trailer. You need a load securement policy. You need a social media policy. A social media policy. You've got to tell the drivers that, hey, if you like social media, hey, drivers, I don't mind you being proud and posting content to social media that mentions our name, but you've got to make sure you're not posting anything negative about our company or our customers. And generally, probably not anything negative about um, the whole trucking industry, I would suggest. So anyways, you do need a social media policy. Uh, certainly. So you need a driver policy book. Uh, one of the other questions that the insurance auditor is going to ask is how do you audit your hours of service? And when I ask this of my customers right now, they go, oh, well, it's automatically audited because I use ELDs. And of course, if you're a Canadian carrier, you're about to use ELDs because ELDs are now the law, even though the last time I checked earlier this week, there were no ELD providers um, approved yet. That's another story. But you do need to be auditing your ELDs. So what are the what is the process for auditing the hours of service? Um, and if you're using ELDs, you need this in writing to say, well, once a day, the safety manager or the safety clerk is reviewing the report that got produced the previous day by the ELD. So that, again, is a pro tip that you've got to be auditing and reviewing the reports that are coming out all the time from the ELDs. And what are you doing with that information? When? So no trucking company I know of runs 100% clean. There are violations. What are you doing with those violations? How are you treating the driver? How are you training the driver and perhaps disciplining the driver when they are making either errors or, the, or they choose to violate the law? So you've got to be documenting that. The other stuff that's coming from ELDs, my God, there's so much information now. Uh, but the big one that I honed in on, on when I was at a carrier is the speeding profile. Speed gauge is on a lot of the ELD systems now. And speed gauge is pretty cool. Not 100% accurate, I don't believe, but pretty dang cool and nearly 100% accurate. So I do believe you need to be monitoring your speed gauge and um, you've got to be doing speed gauge and disciplining the drivers, educating the drivers. Now, when I first started doing this uh, for a carrier that I was uh, working with, I had to start at 10 kilometers over the speed limit because I think that is excessive. And I had to, I was disciplining drivers who were uh, 20 kilometers over the speed limit or more. And you have to think about what time frame because I don't want you, at least not initially, starting off disciplining the drivers uh, because they're going 20K over the speed limit for uh, less than a minute, for instance. Um, because, you know, that's the old downhill story. I would start off when they are doing, you know, many minutes 
over the posted speed limit and then gradually work my way down because I don't believe you should be doing 20K over the limit at any time. I don't care if it's downhill or not. Uh, at no time should you be doing more than 20K over the speed limit. It's absolutely incorrect. And should a crash happen during that time, my God, the trucking company is going to be punished and punished severely. And that driver is going to be involved in a heck of a lawsuit. So um, don't allow that to happen. You can't do that. So who's monitoring the ELDs or how are you doing your logbook audits? That's what we were, uh, that was what I was talking about there. Oh my goodness, we're already up to 18 minutes. All right. Um, often we are asking, or the safety people are asking about fatigue management. What are your practices surrounding that? That again, if you have a fatigue management program, yes, that's a pro tip. You need to be talking to your drivers about how to monitor and manage fatigue because it happens to all of us. Um, do your drivers get, oh, sorry, before I get down to that, WSIB or its alternative, workers' compensation or its alternative. If you are using Driver Inc. or owner-operators, you need to have them covered for insurance. And the insurance, trucking insurance safety person is going to be asking you about that. Um, of course, you're, you're going to be talking about national safety code and your SMS or your CSA, depending on how you, uh, what you call it and be prepared to address any major issues in those documents. Um, always keep together your list of cargoes and the percentages of each, any major shippers, um, be prepared to talk about any major crashes that you've had in the past and what you did about it. Of course, having a crash file or an accident file is mandatory. What documents need to be in that file perhaps is another um, safety dog, uh, dog on a trucking podcast episode, what needs to be in those files because there is a heck of a lot that needs to be in those files if you don't already have those uh, prepared. Um, some nice to have. Uh, for this uh, trucking insurance safety audit, a, a list of owners and the history and the background of the owners. A collision rate per million miles. Uh, you should be monitoring that. And I really think that's important. You should be monitoring your collision rate per million miles. That again is a pro tip. Collision rate per million miles. And if you're getting value out of this, like and comment, please. Um, Collision frequency, that is often done by how many trucks you have. So your fleet, the size of your fleet divided by the number of crashes that you are having and the number of crashes that we are using uh, for both the accident rate per million miles and for this is the definition used by the FMCSA. So, and your severity loss rate. Your severity loss rate um, is the amount of money that you gave to your insurance company uh, divided by the uh, amount of money that your insurance company paid out. And if they pay out more than 65%, they're probably not going to be happy with you. So that calculation is done um, 
Uh, for the current term, for the three years, and probably for the whole history that you've been with your insurance provider, uh, hopefully you've been with your insurance provider longer than three years. I always recommend that you stay at least three years with every insurance provider that you switch to if you switch. Uh, I don't recommend switching, but if you do switch, I really think you owe it to that insurance company to be there long enough that they make some money on you. Um, that's not an evil word, making a profit. I'm trying, I'm here today, uh, trying to help you understand how you can present yourself the best to your trucking insurance provider when they do their audit. So, uh, Leave a comment if you believe I've missed something in this list. I'd love to add it to the list. Uh, leave me a comment as to what you think of my list. What else can you do? Well, this is your opportunity. If you are doing something that I haven't mentioned that you feel is above industry standard, don't be afraid to brag a little bit. And don't say it in such a way that you're bragging, but this is your time to influence your insurance premiums, so brag a little bit. Don't forget, you should sit down before this meeting and make a list of items that you believe you are doing better than any other trucking company, or certainly better than the average trucking company, and keep that list with you and make sure, this is a pro tip, believe me, you've gotta do this. Make sure you convey all of those items to the safety rep from that trucking insurance company because it is your time to influence this report. And I already said, I believe it can, this report affects your insurance premiums by a swing of 20%. So this is your time to do your best to control it. Make sure you spend the time to take this visit very seriously. It, it's thousands of dollars is what you're affecting here. So uh, take the visit very seriously, sit down and do an audit of yourself and make sure that you know what items that you do better than the average trucking company, make that list and make sure it comes out sometime during this audit process. All right, that's it for this week, the doggone it trucking podcast. Again, if you are getting uh, value from it, please uh, like and subscribe to the Dog on a Trucking Podcast. All right. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, that's it for this week. Safety Dogs out.